Familia, órale, bienvenidos and welcome to the Familia FP Podcast, primo, Nico in the house. Ooh, I love oh, man, we had a, little, had a little technical difficulties. I'm really, really sorry we were off to a, a late start, but uh, adios mio, we're trying to get this done uh, before the Dodger game tonight because, uh, as you guys can hear, I'm a little scratchy because I was at the game last night, so paying a little price, but hey, you know what? everything is good everything is good they're ahead we're gonna be done primo nicolas vegas uh also known as nico gutierrez so just a, a little bit of information oh first off uh well for he uh, first off well he's the first of the grandchildren for uh to come to come off uh so yeah he's number one in the familia and i'm number three in the in the uh, alineación the lineup uh, the lineup as you might say on the roster of familia FFP, you know familia and uh which is the foundation of familia ffp so nico uh, I, I needed to give you an opportunity to squawk a little bit on, uh, you know, being five and zero in our familia league. That's right. I don't understand loss. I see no loss. I will not experience loss. And I think if I go perfect this season, I should have been able to change all the rules and in, in fantasy, but, uh, I did get an A plus rating on, uh, the, uh, Yahoo, uh, the rating of what the, our, our draft picks. So, um, I felt that everyone kind of said that was a bad draft, but uh, obviously not. I'm 5-0. It's a nice place to be. If you get seven wins, pretty much you're in the playoffs, so I'm feeling pretty good about it. I kind of feel like the Dodgers right now, you know, kind of cruising along on the way to the championship, but, you know, don't want to jinx anything on that. Uh, yeah, don't don't jinx anything, baby. Don't jinx anything. So, uh, well – also, before we get into before we get into anything else, I want to make sure you're giving us a like and subscribe on YouTube, Familia. Please make sure you're doing that. Also, when you go to fantasypoints.com, make sure you use the promo code 22familia10. Or if you want to do it in Spanish, 22familia10. We're going to get you 10% off the already reduced 25% off the subscription rate. So you get some of the best of the best. You get John Hansen, Graham Barfield, Joe Dolan. Scott Barrett, I mean, Wes Huber, Tom Brawley, some of the great fantasy minds got their content, articles, uh, exclusive lives, familia, got the best of the best out there. So make sure, put in the promo code 22familia10, I'll get you a little bit of a discount on that one. So as we mentioned, uh, yeah, this is a primo show. So Nico, you're, you're, you're in first place so far. What's been the best, the, the best one that's, uh, that's helped you out? Ah, well, I mean, right now I got Mahomes. Um, I mean, what can you say? You know, and, and if, if he's only got 10 points in the first half, you know what's going to happen in the second half. So we <laughs> proved that last Monday. And uh, no, I think it's been a pretty solid team all the way around. Even my bench uh, got points, which I wish I would have played them. But I got to say, the 49ers defense, because no one thinks about a defense, but they've just been killing it for me every week. And even though they're playing good teams, you know, they're good for a you know, 20 point pop. So that that's been great for me, and uh, and then uh, Cup Cooper Cup has been pretty solid. You know, if he doesn't have anything, he'll get a ninety-nine yard for you. You know, uh, touchdown. Why why not? Right. So, uh, but uh, no, I have a I have a good bench. Uh, my distribution uh, for buys is pretty good, and so I feel pretty good about that. I, don't, I only have one star missing. This week should be pretty tough. I'm playing the mighty George Martin. <laughs> the Georgies, uh, also yeah. known as old school, because you're the only you're you're one of the few ones that's that's older than me in the league. But yeah, <laughs> that's right. 
uh, that one, it, it's not going to be easy, Primo. It's not going to be easy for me. Uh, you know, it's, gosh, I mean, you're, you, you really knocked it out of the park on Well, I, I would say you knocked it out of the park, but it was really Primo Rick and Primo Mikey who was, uh, who was drafting for you. So, uh, you know, with, with a couple of phone calls as you were, as you were up North, but uh, yeah, I mean, I'm looking, uh, I'm looking at your team. I mean, I've got to, I've got to deal with, uh, I don't really have, I have more injuries that I'm dealing with than I'm, and obviously, you know, lost Javante Williams, which was devastating for my team. But um, you know, if I could have Tom Brady get a matchup with Mahomes does this week, I'll, I'll take my chances. I'll take my chances. Yeah. It was funny because I, I had picked up uh, Tim Hill from New Orleans. And thinking mm-hmm. about a tight end, maybe he'll play some quarterback. Who knows what's going to happen? But I, I actually released him because I had to get a backup kicker. And, uh, of course, I, I ended up telling somebody in our league about that. And they picked them up on waivers you know, this week. So we'll see what happened. But he just killed it. I mean, what, two touchdowns and threw for a touchdown? And I'm like, wow. So um, that's unique, having a tight end that can play all these different places. I know ESPN had to label him as different, you know, after people were complaining. But um, Well, he's only, he's only caught two passes. That's the thing. A tight end's supposed to be doing it, but no, he, it, it, I don't know how, I don't know what they're supposed to name him. I'm glad they're calling him a tight end because uh, I did, he did help me in one of my leagues, uh, though I sat him on two other leagues. So that one's just, uh, that was just painful to, to see that because the, the ones where I sat him, he really could have helped me out. But yeah, I mean, he does uh, everything. I think he's cooking Thanksgiving for the team too. But. I, I think so. And cooking him Thanksgiving, you know, he's, I'm he's making, for everyone, you know. Making the ice cream, the nieve. You think you think he's gonna make some tamales while he's at it? Maybe, you know. Then Nola, Nola's got a little bit of everything over there, you know. So. Oh yeah, can you imagine some Cajun tamales? Oh yeah. Oh yeah, that's good. Jambalaya. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, you know, we always get yeah, yeah. Uh, our tío Poncho always makes sure we get we get some nice jambalaya on on uh, out there. All right. Oh wait, hey, we got a first commenter, Alberto. ¿Cómo estás? How you doing? How you doing? Meet Primo Nico in the house. So, uh, yeah, it's uh, one of our one of our uh, one of our um, one of our loyal followers. So that's that's been a good time. Uh, hopefully, we're gonna get you out of here in time for to w- check out the Dodger game. Uh, but yeah, Primo Nico, you're yeah yeah you're. Hey, what time the Giants play? Oh, that's right. Oh. April. April. Uh, for, Bay, for those of you who don't know, I'm I'm in the Bay Area, so um, my Giants didn't do too well, but. You know, I always get, get accused of being a Dodger fan up here and a Giants uh, fan down in South, but well, you I'll could play be, the every time. So, yeah, you could you could do it either way. You could you could split it, split allegiance either way. Yeah, you uh, um, you know, when you're up there, yeah, you're doing it conveniently. But you know, I did I did tell someone recently that you know, uh, you know, welcome to the Major League Baseball postseason, or as uh, Giant fans like to call Passover. The division of Northern and Southern California, like if they said, if you put a state line, like where does it really happen? And pretty much everyone says, you know, Bakersfield stays South and everything up there, the rest is all North. You know, some other people say it's, you know, Paso Robles right down the middle. That's the dividing line. But, uh, Oh yeah. I don't know what you call Northern and Southern California, but, uh, I'm, I'm yeah. both. I'm a little bit country. I'm a little bit Western. You know, <laughs> a little bit rock and roll. Exactly. <laughs> uh, Hey, Albert and uh, anybody else who's going to be tuning in, uh, make sure your chat. Uh, if you got any questions, throw them in, the, throw them in the chat and we'll uh, we'll answer them as we're as we're going along. So, uh, you know, so it's big showdown week. I think we've got to put a beer bet down on this one. So uh, or, uh, you know, since you're in Sonoma, I think I got to get a nice bottle of wine from you. 
There you go. When I, when I beat you this week. So we'll, we'll get that one. So I wanted to get it. Let's get into some cheese met primo. Cheese met. Right. So we got uh, Skylar Thompson. He's going to be starting third string quarterback, rookie third string quarterback, starting for the Dolphins. Uh, Tua Vailoa still not better. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater still uh, still not out of the concussion protocol. So uh, they're going to play the rookie against the Vikings. It's a home game, so maybe that helps them a little bit. But Primo, th this has got me concerned for uh, you know everybody who's got Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle. I mean, those uh, having a rookie third string third string quarterback starting. That's when those went. I don't like it. And Napoleon Dynamite's uncle, I think he's ready to go. He's ready to play. You know, he's going to put him in, coach. So, uh, but I heard, I heard when they were doing the game that since they were the third string quarterback, like their backup was, I think, Devontae Parker or something. One of the players there, or who knows, he's over at New England. One of the wide receivers was their backup quarterback, their fourth string, and he was out. So they were going to have to run the Wildcat the whole rest of the game if they that, if the quarterback got hurt. It might so, have been Tyreek. I think it might be Tyreek Hill. Yeah, uh, I don't know who it was, but uh, uh, he was out. Uh, he didn't travel with the team. So I'm like, that's crazy just to imagine that, you know. But uh, you did yeah, have a wide receiver kicking uh, uh, field goals. I mean, I've never seen stuff like that, you know. And, and the years that were supposed to be precaution and people not getting hurt, it seems like everyone's getting hurt. So I, I just think everyone's getting too big and too fast. You know, you can, that's what happens. People are getting hurt, but you know what? I think they're also I, I think they're also being better about reporting their injuries. Uh, I think that's a big thing. And so, uh, you know, guys are guys before were at were more apt to play through injuries, and maybe that that would make things worse, and maybe even make them uh, potentially, uh, you know, threaten their careers. Now all of a sudden they're they're coming in and they're they're wanting to make sure to get things treated and taken care of. So. I really hope that's the case because, man, uh, it's tough on the short run. But if it, if we can get, you know, some guys have their careers lengthened, I, all the better. I mean, you and I grew up. I mean, gosh, how many guys had their their careers shortened because of injuries? I mean, I always look at, you know, one of my favorite football, probably uh, my favorite running back of all time, Earl Campbell, who had three just spectacular seasons at the beginning of his career. And then, but he took so many hits that he, his, his numbers just dwindled. I mean, he was over the hill at like the age of like 25, 26. So, yeah, I mean, North uh, Dallas 40, you know, the movie that those days, uh, those days are gone, but yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, adios. Adios. So maybe it's for the better, but yeah, it is, it is tougher to get, uh, get that. And, you know, speaking of injuries, I mean, this, this, I mean, we got to keep an eye on the injuries. Uh, I, make sure if I mean that you guys know, I always get uh, my injury information first and foremost from uh, Dr. Edwin Porras. Uh, if you guys haven't already, make sure you get his injury insights newsletter at fantasypoints.com and you'll be able to get the latest and greatest information. But yeah, Baker Mayfield not practicing. It's, it's looking like he's got a high ankle sprain and he's not going to play. And I mean, it's just, they're down there. That's another team down to its third string quarterback because Sam Darnold's still not back and ready. So they're going back to PJ Walker. Uh, and it's, uh, you know, to me, the big question about this is this is going to be the second straight injury uh, injury plagued season for, uh, for Baker Mayfield. And all of a sudden does, uh, does, with all the musical chairs of starting quarterback jobs likely to be filled by some, by 32 other guys, does he have a job next year in the NFL? If he's not a starter, I mean, Primo, isn't that, 
it's kind of crazy to think that that this is a guy who's was the number one pick just a few years ago. Yeah, I mean, he'll be a backup at least somewhere. But, you know, Jimmy G was a backup. Look at him. Go Niners. That's the he thing. You never know. Them, like, maybe number two to go. I mean, they're ahead of KC. And I was like, really? So, well, one of the commentators on ESPN, they're all, they all got their own opinion. But, uh, you know, I, I like our Niners chances. I, I, think, I think Jimmy G being there is better just because of the experience. I mean, it would have been better to have Trey there for the long haul. But, you know, get one more year out of the – the Italian stallion, you know, get it out there. Okay, so we got well, we got a question in the chat. So would you start Devonta Smith home against Dallas over Jalen Waddle this week? Uh, Alberto, I I would. Yeah, I would. Waddle in between uh, Waddle's not going to get too much in. It's going to be a lot of running, short passes. Um, I don't know. I think Devonta Smith it's, will be get regular. I mean, it, it, it's. I think it's the big question mark of going against the, the you know, getting the rookie quarterback, uh, third stringer, or do you want Jalen Hurts throwing you the passes? And uh, I know Trayvon Diggs is is out there, but I mean, honestly, uh, he can't cover both AJ Brown and Trayvon and and uh, and Devontae Smith, so he's going to be open sometimes. And and Devontae, they've been throwing it to him. Devontae, he got ten targets last week. There he. You know, Jalen Hurts is looking for him, so I would start. Uh, if it's down to those two, I'm starting. I'm starting Devonta Smith, and uh, you know, La Dama Dame Overboard. You never have to apologize. You're 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 always you're, you're always a queen. And uh and, and and hey, you know, we're still we're still kind of up there in fa- Scott Fishbowl, right? <laughs> I, I'm still number fifteen, so it's uh, it, it, pretty amazing. Pretty amazing. La Live Draft. La Live Draft, lady. So, uh, yes. Hello, Dame. Hello, Dame. La Dama. Uh, so uh, next one, Nico, this is in your, this is up in your neck of the woods. Ty Davis Price is, uh, you know, he went back to practice. Uh, Edwin Porras, he, um, as we mentioned, he point, he actually posted a video, uh, taken by somebody else. I think it was by, uh, one of the reporters of Ty Davis Price, uh, running some routes, doing some agility work. He looked really good when he was out there. And Edwin even said, sell off Je- uh, Jeff Wilson Jr. because this guy's coming. So this is about to get a very muddy, become a very muddy backfield, Primo. I've not, I've always I've, done, you know, have always done my committee. So I, I don't mm-hmm. know. I mean, Wilson, I think he's averaging like almost five yards per carry. Something crazy, you know. Oh, so you why, why would you get rid of that? Plus he's good for the pass. Uh, Mitchell, who I still have on my bench, um, I think he comes back week 10, 11, maybe. I mean, I have him for playoffs. Somewhere so. thereabouts, yeah. Um, that's about a month here. from now. That's about a month from now. So, yeah, I'll they, be, uh, that means I'll be 10 and 0, you know, going into the playoffs. So, yeah, yeah. you'll be, you'll be nine and one after I beat you this week. Oh, so, yeah. uh, if the trophy, if I go undefeated, I'm going to put a little frame around my nameplate, you know, just kind of there next to the one that I won where it was a little uh, COVID, you know, little uh, asterisk there. So I'm still, be decorated. I'm still annoyed by that one. I'm still annoyed. I'm getting, I'm at my, my one in four comeback starts now. So uh, against you I, this week, cause you have one day, you have one day. It starts tomorrow on Thursday. <laughs> That's right. Uh, so, uh, Devonte Adams charged the misdemeanor assault for shoving a cameraman and, uh, you know, during the Monday night fo- at the end of the Monday night football game, he's already apologized, even told the photographer, I hope you see this. So, uh, I'm sure the photographer saw it because he's already, 
uh, you know, he's already filed charges against uh, against Devontae Adams. So I wouldn't be surprised that there's already talk of some sort of settlement at some point. Um, but there there is still the possibility out there of a suspension. So think about that when you're trying to trade for Devontae Adams. And so he's got a bye week this week. Somebody asked me on the Fantasy Points Discord earlier today how many games uh, I would think. I would say one. Uh, I, I I just can't see more than one, uh, you know, happening. But you know, hopefully, hopefully it's not too bad because he's 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 such a great player. Yeah, and, you know, and I saw it, and the guy did go out right in front of him. I mean, you, you got to be careful then. The uh, well, the last bit of cheese marrow news. Uh, we got Daryl Williams. He's already been declared out. Now, the one thing about that one is that he, while he is out, uh, Con- James Connor has not been ruled out. So if you're if you picked up Eno Benjamin, like uh, like uh, Damon Mister Scampers, as I did in Scott Fishbowl, uh, spent eighty one dollars on it. Eighty one very very hard earned dollars. Uh, if you if you spend if you spend up on Eno Benjamin, there's no guarantee that he's going to be starting right away. So just keep an eye on that. Keep an eye on the practice reports before you start him. Uh, start him this week. So uh, before we get into uh, the identity of what I, I got, to got to call out what what's looking like the game of the year. We've got the four and one Bills at the four and one Chiefs. It's uh, you know this is going to be. I mean, gosh, this is going to be a slug fest it's got an over under 54 one of the highest that we've seen the the bills are two and a half point road favorites i mean road favorites you know how much i love to go against the road favorites and to bet against them it's in the afternoon window on sunday afternoon it's one of the it's going to be one of the premier games everybody's got those uh those memories of that big game that big playoff game so familiar we had that 42 to 36 chiefs thriller last year and uh it just i mean one of the you know what before that game i always said that the that the the chargers and the miami dolphins in i believe it was 1981 82 uh they that playoff game was the greatest game i'd ever seen that was a 41 38 game that went back and forth that was still one of the greatest games in fact when i went in canon ohio they showed a picture of kellen winslow being draped over his uh teammates and just one of the it, literally one of the greatest games i'd ever seen and uh well what ended up happening was this game with the chiefs the chiefs and the bills they actually surpassed it they made it one of the the it, it became the greatest game i'd ever seen i mean yeah Quite honestly, it was just absolutely fantastic. And, uh, it, you know, with, it, I mean, everything was there. You had uh, Josh Allen throwing for 379 yards and four touchdowns. You had Patrick Mahomes throwing for 329 and three touchdowns, including the game winner. And, uh, I mean, just everything was there. Gabe Davis had the coming out party with four TDs. I mean, it, and the game was so good that they made the rule that both teams now have to touch the ball in overtime even if the first team scores a touchdown. So the second team kind of has a do or die, has to score a touchdown to keep going. So uh, here we are. It's it's week six. You got QB1, Josh Allen. He's coming off a destruction of the Steelers. Threw for 424 yards, four touchdowns, one interception last week. He's clearly far and away the QB1. He's thrown for th- – he's, he's, he's getting 30.1 fantasy points per game. 
Now, last week, the thing about the, this game, you had the the uh, the Bills had a pass to rush ratio of 35 to 15, 35 passes, 15 rushing attempts, which might not look good for Devin Singletary. Uh, you know, he had a rushing line of six carries for 42 yards. That was the leading. He was the leading number of needing number of carries for the uh, for the Bills. And uh, but the one thing about it, the Chiefs just got beaten up for 154 yards by Josh Jacobs. So do the Bills try and run more? I think they're going to try and run a little bit more. They're probably going to try and get uh, Devin Singletary about, you know, 10 to 12 uh, rushing attempts. But this game is going to be one through the air for both teams. I've got a then throw for all wide receivers, all active wide receivers. You got starting with Stefan Diggs and Gabe Davis. They just looked fantastic last week. Uh, you know, Davis was three catches, 171 yards two touchdowns. You had Khalil Shakir. Keep an eye on him. He caught he got three passes for 75 yards and a touchdown. So he looked good, but you got to keep an eye on the practice reports on Isaiah McKenzie and Dawson Knox before you start him. So you got to look at that one. So uh, let's see, we got to, uh, and then, uh, and then on the other side, you got the Chiefs uh, where Mahomes, he's the QB four, been brilliant last week you know 29 29 uh completions on 43 attempts 297 yards four touchdowns zero interceptions you know with the with the raiders ahead 14 nothing it just looked like okay i'm just getting started this is it just reminded me of that game uh, that game with the uh uh against the houston texans where the texans got up 24 nothing and then uh, and then i think the final score is like 51 to 24 for the chiefs uh you got you're not going to stop Travis Kelsey in this game. I mean, the the uh, the Bills have not faced a good a good uh, a good tight end yet. The one thing about it, I'm putting Ceh Clyde Edwards Elaire on the Afuera section of this because he's only had ten rushing attempts, ten plus rushing attempts once this season, and he and the Bills have yet to allow more than forty seven rushing yards in a game. So they've been a really good rushing defense, and so I, I'm looking I'm looking for him that to, uh, to have kind of take a step backwards. Kelsey. The big one. Now, the the thing about the wide receivers, just don't know because you got uh, you got Juju Smith-Schuster. He got seven targets in three of his last uh, four games, but really, he's only had one game where he had eighty nine yards. Uh, I'm looking at uh, pick, you know George Pickens and Jalen Waddle. They had good games against the Bills, but you know J Juju is just not that kind of wide receiver. And everybody else, uh, I mean. Sky Moore, definitely put him, you know, keep him on your bench. Nicole Hardman, if you need, if you want to take a, a chance that he get that he catches a deep ball, that's that that's one of the ones. Same thing with Marquez Valdez Scantling. I mean, you want the volume because Patrick Mahomes is going to be passing in this game because of the fact that the, that the Bills are so good on the rush against the rushing attack. But it's a tough one. It, it, it's it's going to be a tough one for them. So let's see if there's a, uh, oh, we got, uh, oh, Mr. Scampers. Yes, I, I do say that that Chiefs that that Chiefs Rams game on Monday Night Football that was supposed to be in Mexico and ended up being in the Coliseum. Uh, that also uh, that's probably the great that's the greatest regular season game I've ever seen. 54-51. I mean, gosh, I mean, that game was so crazy that the the Rams the Rams got gave up 51 points but because they ran back a couple of touchdowns they ran back a couple of interceptions for touchdowns that they ended up scoring like 25 fantasy points as a defense so just incredible just incredible smoke show como estas como estas baby 
thank you for ju jumping in. Uh, much love, brother. Much love. Much love up, up uh, in the great white north. So uh, let's get into a little Adentre Afuera. So before we get into that, let's keep in mind that we have bye weeks for the first time. we got the Raiders. we got the Lions. we got the Texans and the Titans. So that's some players. Obviously, we already talked about the Raiders, Josh, Josh Jacobs. Devontae Adams are going to be sitting. Got the Lions, so, so many good players, but a couple of them dinged up. DeAndre Swift and uh, and Amon Ross St. Brown, those two are, are going to be sitting down. Hopefully, they're getting themselves healed up. The Texans, Damian Pierce, one of the leaders for Rookie of the Year. You got, you got him and Derrick Henry are sitting them down. But uh, you're looking on the adentro side. Uh, the guys that I think are going to, are going to smash this week are, are really – you know, uh, go go above their projections. One of them, Kyler Murray. Now, if you if you drafted Kyler Murray, like I drafted him a lot. He's probably the quarterback I drafted more than anybody else this season. I look at Kyler Murray. I mean, he's the QB five, averaging twenty point four fantasy points per game. But he's just kind of left you something that you know, kind of feel like there's something missing. Like he's not, you know, he's not getting there. That's going to change this week. You know, this is a defense with Seattle. There, Seattle. This game is going to be uh, is going to be in Arizona. Uh, I'm sorry, no, this is going to be at Seattle, uh, which I also pointed out. This is the last time that the uh, that that the that the Cardinals are going to either play out outside of a dome and not in California until Week 15. So a lot of a lot of good weather that Kyler Murray is going to be playing in, or just controlled environments. So keep an eye on him. But this is a D, this is Seahawks defense that just got torched by the, the the Saints last week and two weeks ago in in Week Four against uh, against the Lions. Got Jared Goff just shredded them for 378 yards and four touchdowns. So I mean, Kyler Murray needs a breakout game. It's kind of like the last game before DeAndre Hopkins is back. I'm looking at him. I think it's a smash spot. Two running backs that I think are going to be that that are... Sorry about that. I don't know what just happened there. I'm so sorry. Hope that's okay. I hope you guys can hear me okay. Uh wow, that was that was strange days indeed. Uh so I'm looking at uh Ramondre Stevenson familia. It's just you look at him, he is just everything is set up for him. Everything is set up for him to have just uh, just a, a phenomenal a phenomenal game. He's coming off a game where with taking over the carries after Damian Harris went out. Uh, oh, thank you, Smokey. Thank you, Smokey. Muchas gracias. Muchas gracias. Uh, so I, 25 carries, 161 yards. Also added two receptions, 14 yards. I don't know if you, you heard the quote from uh, Bill Belichick, but he basically, to sum it up, he pointed out that Ramondre Stevenson is has improved so much. He's improved on pass protection. He's improved in in the past, you know, uh, in the in his receiving game. He's a great uh, open field runner. He's a punishing runner. Breaks tackles. Basically, he's doing everything right. And this is coming from Bill Belichick. Bill freaking Belichick. So there's no Damian Harris this week. And the Browns just gave up 173 yards to Austin Eckler, over 200 yards total to the team, and then gave up 199 rushing yards to Atlanta in week four. The Browns can be beaten. They're, they're, they're coming back to health. Miles Garrett is a little bit more healthy. Jadavian Clowney, we're still not sure if he's going to be back and healthy, but the Browns can are, are going to be beaten up on the on on the uh, uh, uh in the running game. Another one that I'm that I'm calling for is Aaron Jones. 
He is against the going up against the the Jets. It's going to be in Lambeau Field. Last, you know, his last four games, these are his rushing attempts: 15, 12, 16, and 13. He's also gotten three, four, four, and three targets uh over that time. This is a Jets defense that just gave up 113 yards to Raheem Mostert the previous week. Najee Harris and his and it and his injured foot. Uh 74 yards. Nick Chubb, 113 and three. That's in the last three games on the ground. He's a DraftKings pick at 7,600. I love that. I love that pick. The other one that I love, and Familia, you guys know he was he was my guy. He was the guy I was riding on the season, Jamar Chase. So he's only the wide receiver 13 right now, and he really hasn't had that breakout game just yet. But uh, think about think about what's going to be going on. It's the LSU kid going back home. There's that narrative. T. Higgins, he's either going to be out or limited during this uh, during this game. So I'm looking at Chase to just be a target monster in this one. He's got nine plus targets in four of his four or five games. Three of those games have been 10 plus targets, but they haven't been taking any deep shots with him. And Seattle took some deep shots and beat the Saints, uh, you know, in, in last week to the point where DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett went for 10 carries, 109, I mean, 10 receptions, 192 yards, and three touchdowns combined between the two of them. So you look at that one, Jamar Chase. This is going to be a smash week. I think he's going well over 100 yards and at least one touchdown. This is going to be a big game for him. He, he's like long overdue. So those of you like me who have a lot of Jamar Chase, get it you know uh make sure make sure you just sit back and you enjoy what he's going to do this week uh another player who's going to who's going to be doing who who is likely to be doing very well this week Chris Godwin so another week away from that uh, ACL surgery i think uh Edwin Porras pointed out that he's about 9 weeks he actually just recommended as uh put him on his list of players that he recommends to buy to trade for Last week, Godwin ran 27 targets, caught all six of it. I'm 27 routes, caught all six of his targets, and the Steelers have just been beaten up by slot wide receivers. I mean, it's kind of a tradition with uh, a tradition. Uh, a tradition like no other, but uh, it's something that's happened very much with uh, Mike Tomlin coach teams. Uh, last week, Stephon Diggs and Gabe Davis, I mean, going in and out of the slot, but they totaled 11 receptions, 283 yards, three touchdowns. Corey Davis, a traditional slot wide receiver, 74 yards. Amari Cooper, who does uh, quite a bit of work out of the out of the slot, 100 yards, all of these against Pittsburgh lately. So get make sure he Chris Godwin is in your lineup. He's going to be running more and more routes. Uh, that's coming up. So another one that we're uh, that now we're going to go to the afuera section. So uh, players that I'm out on for this week. So I'm looking at you, Zach Wilson, going to Green Bay. Everything looked great in that 40 to 17 victory over over Miami in Miami. Just a great, great team victory. Brees Hall it may may have been his coming out party. Notice he's not on this section. He is very much on uh, adentro this week. He's such an obvious pick. I didn't even put him in there. But last week, Zach Wilson went for 210 yards. He had a couple of wild throws against Miami. He's still got those great weapons with Garrett Wilson and Elijah Moore. And Corey Davis is very good. But this is a, a Green Bay defense that's that uh, it's in Green Bay. And the Packers have done very well against uh, young quarterbacks, Josh, uh, Justin Fields, Bailey Zappi, Daniel Jones. They've they've really kind of bottled them up. I think what's going to happen, it's going to happen again here in this one. Uh, looking at 
then the next one on the running back side, well, Clyde Edwards Alaire, I talked about him already. He is just, you know, it, it's, I, I'm not recommending him. Again, as I talked about earlier, he had 19 carries two weeks ago in week four. Uh, but then in no other game is he had double digit carries. He's like eight or nine most of the time. So uh, that game, I'm predicting it's just going to be a slugfest. It's going to be passing, 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 and both teams are just going to. Uh, it, it's it's going to be a heavyweight title fight, but there it's not going to be very much on the ground. I mean, the, the, I think the Bills will try to run, but I don't think they're going to be able to uh, to to uh, if the if the chiefs get out to any kind of a hot start it's gonna be tough for them to run so uh yeah so but yeah Clyde Edwards-Alaire I'm not liking him for this week Miles Sanders is another one that uh you know it's been inconsistent that game a couple weeks ago where he went for 142 rushing yards it it, it looked it, it looked great and then he you know came back to earth a little bit with 40 rushing yards just not not the not the best production um kind of inconsistent you're you're looking at this game uh i don't know if the if the the uh i think the ba the major rushing that's going to be happening is going to be from jalen hurts in this game when i look at dallas on this one uh yes they're going to have a good pass rush but the fact the fact remains that's the best offensive line so that's uh, that, this is going to be a great game to watch the trenches maddie Kroll, amiga of the show she is going to be this is going to be like a, you know grab a popcorn and she's just going to be watching this one because it's going to be a fun game. But when it comes down to it, the, the Cowboys have really firmed up their, their running defense since uh, the first week. Uh, Leonard Fournette ran for 127 yards in week one, but then they haven't given up anybody yet uh, that anybody yet going over hundred yards. Uh, Saquon Barkley went over hundred total yards, went 126 total yards, including the receiving game. But that's Saquon Barkley. I don't think Miles Sanders is in that, uh, is, is in the same class with his former teammate uh, at, at Penn State. So uh, I'm looking at that one as, uh, yeah, I'm not, I'm not expecting much from Miles Sanders. Last player that uh, I'm afuera out, that I'm out on, his, uh, one of my preseason favorites, Romeo Dobbs. Uh, I know it, I'm not calling him Dubs anymore, uh, Romeo Dobbs. He, it's it's been it's been really good uh you know surprisingly surprisingly good with him i i look at the, i like the targets i think he's i think he's he's definitely one of the better players but it, you know the targets have been inconsistent he had eight eight targets in weeks three and four he only had five last week uh and that was with the packers kind of going away from the rushing game going towards the the passing game a little bit uh I think I think the Sauce Gardner has has shown to be a very good uh, a very good cover corner. May not travel with uh, Dobbs. I think he's going to be uh, trying to neutralize Dobbs. But yeah, the the Jets have become a much better team against the pass. So uh, I'm, I think I think Dobbs might get a little bit, but I don't see him, I don't see him coming close to 100 yards or anything like that. So uh, Familia, that's uh, that's it. I really wish I could have. Uh, had Primo Nico on here and we could have done this uh, a, a little bit, you know, a little bit more interplay, but uh, I didn't want you guys to be listening to any kind of feedback or anything. So uh, plus I also wanted to get you guys out of here before the, you know, in, in time to watch the Dodger game. So uh, if there's any questions or anything like that, you guys got any, any questions you want to throw in the chat, feel free uh, while, while I'm doing that, I'm going to kind of close up shop a little bit. Uh, make sure you're going to fantasypoints.com. 
and uh, you're getting using that promo code 22 familia 10 if I you know in Spanish again 22 familia 10 uh, get you 10% off the 25 10, 25 10% off the already re, uh, reduced price of 25% off so it's like it, it's like you're getting 35% off on this on this whole thing so uh, definitely want to make sure you're you're using those that that promo code very much um, to get you get you i mean just access to everything i use so much of that content to make myself a better analyst for you and make sure you get your uh get you know get help you win your leagues and uh well if we got no other questions i'm gonna say eso es todo for our show uh please again give us a like and subscribe on youtube uh Por favor, I'd really appreciate it. Also, if you go to uh, get your audio, wherever you get your audio pods, po podcasts, Apple, Google, Spotify, wherever you get your podcast, please make sure to give us a subscribe. And if you guys, and these will appear in your in your feed automatically, and you can get those uh, if you're not able to watch them on YouTube. Uh, obviously, that when they're on YouTube, we we archive them and and they're on there so you got plenty of different ways to catch the familia fp podcast also make sure you're going to familiafp.com to get our original content i'm going to have an article a couple of articles coming out on the early and later games uh for the for this weekend slate and also uh i'm gonna i'm gonna try and put out a, a dfs fiesta show on friday planning to do that i'll be able to get get together probably about a dozen players that i recommend uh to play in this weekend players that are are going to be good plays whether you're in gpp or big tournaments or anything like that so uh, and also make sure you're uh following me at jorge martin 17 i pass everything through uh my twitter account Make sure you're going through, going there and also otherwise everywhere else, Familia FFB on, on Facebook and Instagram. Otra vez, uh, I really appreciate it. I'm going to call my primo Nico, make sure he's okay, everything's okay. But uh, I will be able we'll be able to get him on because uh, I tell you he's he's very funny. And uh, I'll, and uh, yes, Mr. Scampers, thank, thank you, you two, for joining in. Uh, go Dodgers and go Ducks. Uh, definitely Dame Overboard. Love, you, love, love, love with the blue heart. So remember, everybody, todos somos familia. Salud. <laughs>